This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. When you get Kevin Durant playing at the level that he has played with this season, what this shows is that Phoenix is going for it now. Love the competition now that we can be in the same conference, and, and I welcome all that. Get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more. For Phoenix, you know, just a, a chance now to really make a run at a title. It's already officially official. We just need the introduction for Kevin Durant out there with his new team, the latest team in his NBA career. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and on your smart speaker. And we're going to carry that press conference for you live. And it is, uh, man, it's a live environment right now out there in, in, in Phoenix. It, it, Courtney, are you seeing Sounds some of this? Like it. Yeah, right? I mean, I know we have Nick Friedle. ESPN's Nick Friedle is there. Uh, keeping an eye on things for us. He's going to have uh, you know live reports on, on different platforms here at ESPN. But, it, I mean, he's describing it. There are already, uh, what, a thousand fans there in the arena. And I see the, the mascots there. The gorilla's doing his thing. And, and you got cheerleaders and all sorts of stuff. And uh, I that's saying something for someone who you have to think is on the back nine of his career. You know, still getting buckets and still averaging better than 27 a game. But... Uh, but somebody who, uh, you know, certainly Phoenix believes is going to put them, uh, 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 if not among the favorites in the Western Conference, maybe the favorite in the Western Conference. Yeah, I think that that is, you know, one of the things that makes Kevin Durant so special that even, you know, approaching 35 years old, he's a top five player in the NBA. Yeah. Like, and he will yeah. remain that even coming off of injury. And I know we're all excited to find out like when he's actually going to play, but it's, it's remarkable to me how he has moved the needle. Like, let's just take like, take the teams aside and everything else and where he's been. Like he continues to move the needle at every phase, every turn of his career in the NBA. And it's awesome to see. And, you know, what reading some of Nick's hearing some of Nick Ferdell's coverage and reading his tweets about what's going on out in Phoenix reminded me of, July, I believe it was like July 6, 2016, when I was covering the Golden State Warriors, and that was right after free agency. That was right after the Players' Tribune, my next chapter article with Durant crossing his arms in the white, in yeah. the white, um, what's the, what's the name of the white? shirt? No, it's the oh, shirt sleeveless? thing he wore. Sleeveless shirt that he yeah. wore, like the iconic photo, and it's... I remember that press conference. It was at the Golden State Warriors old old practice facility, which was above a Marriott in Oakland. And there were like a like there's a ton of media there, but there was there was still like that same sort of pomp and circumstance for what they could have fit inside the facility at the time. And for this to be an arena wide event where there's a thousand fans in attendance. Like I remember there were some fans at this Warriors thing when he was introduced as like their big free agent acquisition after losing the finals in seven games to the Cavs. And it felt like a breath of fresh air inside this franchise that he was the missing piece. And I'm sure that when we talk with Nick Friedle later this afternoon on ESPN radio, that he's going to say the same sort of thing because the promise that Kevin Durant can lift this Suns team past the conference finals into to the NBA Finals, that's what he's there to do. Otherwise, they don't trade their best defensive player in Michael Bridges to the Brooklyn Nets. They don't part ways with multiple first-round draft picks in order to get Kevin Durant. Like He is the missing piece, and I feel like for a lot of franchises that he has played with over the last couple years, that's how they've adequately viewed him 
mm-hmm. in the same light. Yeah, adequately, accurately. I mean, it, he is he is a difference maker. He's a one man difference maker. Now he just so happens to be joining. It's not a big three as presently constructed, but it's a three that got to the NBA Finals, right? With DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And Kevin Durant is going to play with the best point guard of his NBA career. Okay? Mm -hmm. Chris Paul is not the explosive scorer that Russell Westbrook was for a couple of those OKC years. He's not the, the dynamic ball handler that Kyrie Irving has been. But let's be honest, that was such a small sample size through some of Kyrie's personal choices, through KD's injuries. Like, we didn't get to see those two run together all that much. This is the point God. Chris Paul is the best point guard of a generation for a reason, of multiple generations for a reason. And I can't wait to see Durant sort of unburdened by the fact that he doesn't have to bring the ball up. He doesn't have to handle. He can get to his spots and know that that ball is going to be in his pocket when he's ready for it. And Chris Paul is going to unlock certain levels of Durant's game at this age. And yes, coming off the injuries. And yes, with some of the mileage. like It's still going to be exciting to see. And oh, by the way, probably the most dynamic, explosive scorer on that team isn't even Kevin Durant. It's Devin Booker. So... We say all that to say he's at the mic right now. Kevin Durant is. Guys, we're going to go ahead and jump out to Arizona. Let's go. Let's take it live. This is Kevin Durant's introductory press conference as he acknowledges the crowd out there in Phoenix. What's up? All right. So, real quickly, Valley, thank you for having us. Excited to be here today with you guys. Appreciate you all coming out for a special day here in Phoenix. We obviously got the guy next to us we're going to introduce in a second, but really appreciate you guys being here. We're going to have a lot of fun. Excited to be here with everybody and be in Phoenix with all of you guys. I'm going to turn it over to the guy that makes all the trades, makes everything happen for us, does a heck of a job. Give a round of applause to Mr. James Jones. Are we ready? I asked a real question. Are we ready? I just want to thank everyone for being here today. Um, For all the fans everywhere in Phoenix and out in space. Um, This is a great day for our franchise. I took this job a few years ago uh, determined to try to build a team built for championships And I think we've reached a point where we've been able to add arguably one of the greatest players to ever play this sport. It's taken a lot of hard work, a lot of determination, a lot of commitment from the fans and everyone inside and outside this building. But I stand here today proud and happy to introduce number 35 for the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant.
Wow, wow. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, I truly don't think I deserve all this because I, I know I've done a lot of good things in basketball, but I haven't done them yet in the Suns jersey, and I'm looking forward to doing it. So um, I want to go out there and do as most as I can and be the best that I can every day for you guys. So I appreciate the warm welcome, but I got more work to do. Dwayne Rankin, Arizona, Arizona Republic. Kevin, again, welcome to Phoenix. Curious, with, with this summer, obviously this was a, a destination idea for you, but I can go back to the 18-19 season when you spoke highly of the Suns' young core. You mentioned Devin and DeAndre and TJ Warren. So obviously you've had respect for the franchise way back then. But what was it about this current group that made you want to come here and play? Uh, they experienced a lot the last couple years. Um, you see the growth in this team. Uh, when Monty took over, when James came here, I see the, the culture started to change, the way they played on the floor, the energy they played with started to change. And I always love playing here in Phoenix. The fans always show love to, you know, just good, good basketball in general. Yeah, they always cheer their fans on, but they show love to the opposing team as well. So uh, I knew this would be a, a, a great place to play and a great place to continue to get better as a player you got somebody like Devin Chris Chris Paul and DeAndre Aiden guys that work and I wanted to be a part of that so I'm excited I'm here I'm looking forward to trying to add as much as I can to the group already like I said they've built you know themselves up and built the structure and the infrastructure up for themselves already and I'm looking forward to adding to it Hey, Kevin. Uh, Kellen Olsen, Arizona Sports. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the Valley. Uh, adaptability and versatility has been a huge part of your career. And as you saw in Tokyo firsthand, Devin Booker did what Pop needed him to do to help you guys win. What do you think it takes for a player to adapt and, and be versatile like you have? And how do you think Booker meshes with you in that regard? Uh, oh, yeah. Can you say it again? The last part? Adaptability and versatility have been a big part of your career. Yeah. All right. I'm Kellen. Welcome to the Valley. Nice to meet you. Uh, adaptability and versatility have been a big part of your career. And as you saw in Tokyo, Devin Booker firsthand did a lot of what Pop needed him to do and help you guys win. What does it take for a player to do that, to be adaptable, to be versatile? And, and how will you mesh with Book in that regard? Uh, just... You know, first off, it takes just, um, uh, I think I built my game around being efficient, um, taking good shots, um, you know, making good plays um, on both ends of the floor. I think my defense feeds my offense. So, you know, I like to take shots in the mid-range. I like to cut to the basket. I like to do the little things uh, throughout the offense, and I think that's what makes you a versatile player and be able to adapt to any offense, just being able to space the floor and use my skill to help other players. So uh, I've been doing that my whole career. I'm looking forward to playing with somebody like Book, who plays kind of similar to how I play. Uh, we use the same spots on the floor, but uh, try to do it quick and efficient. So I'm looking forward to it. 
Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Randy Scott, Courtney Cronin in for the guys. You are listening live to Kevin Durant's introductory press conference. As you can tell, the Suns fans are plenty excited to have Kevin Durant on their team. This is a franchise that's been around for 55 years and has yet to get over that hump. So have you gotten a sense of what it would mean to this fan base to win a title and what would it mean to you personally? Yeah, I mean, that's why we play the game of basketball. Um, we understand that. Um, and I'm, But I'm more concerned about what we do every day as a team, the stuff that you guys don't see. Uh, I think that's what really brings championships and uh, puts us in a position to win a championship is the work that we put in every day. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, but I know how significant a championship is to a franchise and to a city. And um, I've been a part of two of those, and I'm looking forward to, you know, getting back on that road to try to do it again. But I know how tough it is and how hard it is, and this fan base is, is looking forward to cheering for a winner. So um, I'm looking f- – I want to go out there and – I want to go out there and prove uh, every night that we got a chance to win, and, you know, that starts with the work we put in every day in practice. Kevin, Doug Haller with The Athletic. Uh, You've played on some teams that have stars like yourself. In in your experience, sometimes those things work, sometimes they don't. In your experience, what is like a key ingredient to have all that come together and you get the chemistry that you need to succeed at a high level? Uh, It starts with uh, James and Monty, in my opinion. They're the leaders of the team. You know, they oversee what we do every day. Monty is the one that's supposed to put everybody in positions to be successful. And um, on the great teams that I played on, that's what, that's what it always was. The coach was always the leader. And uh, we kind of uh, we spread his meshes on the floor and we extend on the floor, but he's the one that's giving us you know, the pointers on what we need to do. So looking forward to being taught by Monty, being coached by Monty and the staff. And everybody here, I've been to a couple practices already, and the attention to detail is something that I love. And you know, if we continue to stay on that path every day, we'll, we'll see good things. Cameron Cox, 12 News, KD, welcome to the Valley, over here. Um, what, what do you make of the excitement here today, the fans that are here today, and then Matt, did you envision this when you bought the team? You want to start with me? Um, well, I'm excited, so, I mean, I love seeing the fans out here, and, uh, you know, coming to Phoenix, coming to Phoenix and being part of this with James and Monty and and of course, Devin and now Kevin and Chris, the whole team. It's been such an honor uh, getting a chance to spend time with them. But I'm excited, just like all of you guys. And Phoenix, is, it's got the best fans in the country. So I'm proud of being out with you. Yeah, I could feel the excitement as soon as I got off the plane. And um, every, everywhere, I, everywhere I've been so far, fans have been... Um, you know, giving me a warm welcome, but I still feel like I got to prove myself every day. They set a high standard for the players here. I could tell by, <clears throat> I could tell by how much, um, how dedicated they are to the, to the team. So it's a high standard set every night for each player, and I want to reach that every day. So I feel like I still got to prove myself. I want to put good stuff on film every day. That's, what I'm, that's the only thing I'm concerned with at this point in my life is putting good stuff on the film every night. So I'm looking forward to doing that for the Suns fans and hopefully accept me after that. Um, 
Kevin, uh, over here, uh, Richard Sines, Fox 10 Phoenix, uh, welcome to the Valley. Uh, you, you've obviously won championships before. You know what a championship team looks like. Do you feel you can win a championship with this team? And what is it about you that tends to make the players around you better? Say it again. I'm sorry. Say it again. Uh, you, you've won a championship before. You know what a championship team looks like. Do you feel you can win a championship with this team now? And what is it about you that tends to make the players around you better? Yeah, I think we got uh, all the pieces um, to be successful. We got guys that experience what it's like to play in that final round. We got a champion already and that's overseeing us. Monty's a champion as a coach. Um, so we got guys that have been there, and that's, that's half the battle, just knowing what it takes. And, uh, yeah, we got guys that can do pretty much everything on the floor. So we got to put it together. I'm looking forward to doing the work. Hey, Kevin, it's Dana Scott from the Arizona Republic. Glad to have you here. And uh, this is a two-part question for you and for uh, Matt. Uh, Kevin, do you consider being here and not winning a championship this year or any year that you hear uh, failure or progression? And the second question for Matt, what was your reaction to what happened earlier this week at, uh, this week at your alma mater, Michigan State? Uh, I know it's always it's pressure because I'm one of the best players to ever play the game. So every time... So, so, so every time I step on the floor, people are going to expect me to do great things. And the team, I'm on to do great things. But I enjoy getting better as a player every day. I enjoy just waking up and getting to do this. So I don't ever say anything's a failure um, if, I get to, if I'm healthy enough to play the game of basketball. But I know what's on our backs, and we understand that, and we want to, we want to do the most. Love, love the walk-off there from Kevin Durant. I know the press conference is going to continue uh, here on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin in Chicago, Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. But, I mean, that's that's just stating facts right there, Courtney. It's Kevin Durant saying, I'm one of the best players ever to play this game, holds himself to a certain standard, has won a couple of titles, knows the work that goes into it, knows the grind that goes into it, is not intimidated by anybody in the Western Conference. Uh, he's somebody that can actually back up and has lived what John Morant spoke into existence, right? Like, now we're good in the West. I mean, Kevin Durant has been there and done that through the West and through the East to win a couple of titles. So that was Kevin Durant's introductory press conference. Got to hear from Matt uh, Sheba there, uh, the new owner of the Suns who brought him in. There's a lot to unpack there. We'll do it. We also have NBA's All-Star Weekend uh, starting tomorrow night, so it's a nice introduction for Durant and then a little break for the All-Star break and then uh, the NBA Rising Stars game presented by Indeed as well. So remember to dial that in with your NBA All-Star Weekend, which starts tomorrow night. Again, the NBA Rising Stars game presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 9 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. So much more on Kevin Durant and from Kevin Durant. It's Courtney Cronin, Randy Scott, and for the guys, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. 
And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. <laughs> we had this is uh, as break music on Sports Center AM a couple years back. So this this makes me feel like we're going to commercial instead of coming back from commercial just a little bit. And you, man, you should see Kevin Nagandi dance, man. He got has he got moves. He's just sort of like a good chair dancer, you know, like when okay. the bottom half doesn't have to be engaged, but you got all the wiggle. All the arm wiggle, you know. Do you have any of those things? Doing it right now. It's a shame we're not up on Zoom. Courtney Cronin, Randy Scott, in for the guys. It's Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80, and on your smart speaker. Uh, We're presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-729-3776 is the phone number. Yeah, I mean, I like, you know, anytime anytime I can just sort of focus on one half and move, you know, like I don't have to move my arms, but it's all all legs. Man, forget about it. I'll Michael Flatley that dance floor. Don't worry about that. Um, what one thing that stood out? You've you've probably spent more more time in person with Nick Friedle. Is that true or false? I just, I have this vision of all of our reporters who get to live in cool places. Courtney Cronin joining us, this, you know, today from the Chicago office. Right, I'm in Bristol, Connecticut. But you know what I mean? Like you get to like, I just have this vision of you guys hanging out. Just all the reporters are are friends. Jordan Ronan is there. He gets you guys into clubs. <laughs> I love how that's like the first you thing know? you think of with Jordan, that he's, you know, got all the connects in the New York, New Jersey area yes. to get us into clubs. Exactly. And then Jordan's for- like a full on dad dad. He spends his he lives on the Jersey Shore. That so, does nothing to dispel getting into clubs. In I'm my sure opinion. he did in his know. younger years, but I feel like yeah. I hear about him more often at his daughter's soccer tournament. The girl plays like a ton of different sports, soccer, dance. I think she might do volleyball, and he's got like a young one too. So I don't know what clubs he's frequenting now, but probably if you would have gone back 20 years ago, he was the one getting all of us ESPN, NFL Nation, and uh, <laughs> Nick Friedle's of the world into yeah. the club. All right. Well, Nick Friedle, the club that he was at, it was a club vibe moments ago. We took the first, I want to say about 15 minutes of that Kevin Durant introductory press conference out there in Phoenix, and it was a club vibe to be sure. About a thousand fans in attendance, music, cheerleaders, the uh, the the Phoenix Suns uh, mascot, the gorilla was getting weird out there, and Friedel steps to the mic and he's got a job to do. You know, Nick's asking the, the tough questions. So we're going to play you the two questions that he got to ask and the audience's reaction to those questions. Because all the audience wanted to know. They, the only question they wanted was, hey, Kevin, how many titles are you going to bring here? Hey, Kevin, are we going to win 70 games? Blah, blah, and Friedel's out there bringing up, bringing up old wounds. <laughs> so here's Nick Friedel moments ago at the KD press conference. How would you sum up your time in Brooklyn? It was uh, it was uh, it was a lot of ups and downs, but I loved the grind. So, and everybody in Brooklyn loved the grind too. So I built a family over there. Is they're gonna always be a part of my journey. Uh, so we didn't accomplish what we wanted to accomplish as far as winning the championship, just like I told him. But 
I enjoy the grind. And everybody there, we tried our hardest every day, regardless of what was going on in the media, what was going on with our teammates. Everybody who was in that gym, we grinded. So I love those guys. I get emotional to talk about them because that was a special four years of my career, coming off of Achilles, and they helped me through a lot. So I don't have anything... Uh, So, yeah, it was terrible how some stuff went down, but at the end of the day, I love the grind. And we all love the grind there in Brooklyn, and I wish them the best going forward. They got a bright future. As you look back on that time, I know how much you guys wanted to win a title. Why don't you think it worked there for you guys together? We just didn't get on the court enough. I think when you seen James, Kyrie, and myself, it was it was amazing basketball for 17 games, though. <laughs> but you need, in order for you to win a championship and to be a great team, you just need more time on the floor. We could. It's another story about why we didn't get on the floor together, but we just didn't get enough time on the floor. And um, those are Hall of Fame players that I learned a lot from every day, and I'm wishing them the best as well. Uh, it just didn't work out. Did you hear? Again, that's Nick Friedle. He's our friend. I heard he's, him laugh. He's the coolest guy in a lot of rooms. Like, that's the thing. He can step up to the mic and ask a tough question, get booed, literally booed. And then on the second question, did you hear, Courtney, did you hear somebody go, come on, man? Like, in the background? I thought that after Durant said the thing about why they didn't get on the floor and that that's another story. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for Nick to to follow up. Well, what is the story? But then I think he would have gotten kind of, you know, the cane getting pulled off stage. But no, those are important questions that have to be asked. This is the first time Kevin Durant has addressed what went down in Brooklyn, why it didn't work out. And he's speaking in generalities here. But I think the moment when he kind of got a little emotional. I mean, you could hear his voice change a little bit about yeah. why that place meant so much to him and that he loved the grind and all that they did from the time he got there in 2019, going through the Achilles. Like, you know, there's never a guarantee coming off an injury like that that cost him a year in his prime that he was going to come back and be the same player. And so I think getting to hear the vulnerability of Kevin Durant and knowing that this was something that set him up for this moment. So now he really gets to go all in and try to win a title. I can understand why he wants to view it through that lens, even admitting that there were a lot of terrible things that happened there. Uh, There were, yeah, there were. And he, he did hint at it. That's his, that's his open. It's not critical. You, you, you don't, you don't listen to that and think, Whoa, Hey, Kevin Durant, taking a shot at Kyrie Irving or taking a, a, a shot at, at, at James Harden. He wasn't critical, but that's the closest he's been to opening the door to being critical. I feel like he's been above and beyond as a teammate. I, I feel like he has been, he's gone out of his way to make sure that people know, hey, Kyrie and I are good. Like, we're better than good. Like, he's going to make his own choices, going to do his own Vax thing, whatever it is, but I support my guy. And that right, right there was a little bit of a window into, like, it's a whole other story as to why we only played 17 games together. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, hey, it was good basketball. But even he kind of says with a chuckle, it was only 17 games. And I think if you are Durant and you look at the injuries that you've had to overcome and you look at the at the, at the work that goes into getting yourself back, not just in, not just in, you know, able to walk again after the Achilles or the knee or the ankle, 
Like, it's not just in basketball shape after that. It's in Kevin Durant shape. And he's done it so many times. And you've got a guy in Devin Booker who's done that recently coming off of this latest injury. You've got a guy in Chris Paul who's done that in his career off of his own knee injuries. So he is... My argument for this move and for the success of the Phoenix Suns is you've got three adults playing together. You've got three grown men playing together, three pros playing together who know the work that went into it. And the last time Kevin Durant had that, where he was part of three or four grown men playing basketball together and sacrificing and working, it was Golden State. And it was two titles. It was Steph Curry, it was Klay Thompson, it was Draymond Green, and it was Kevin Durant. And he's running it back. He gets this opportunity at age 34 to run it back again with pros who are going to put in and match his level of commitment, which he hinted at, directly or indirectly, just moments ago, was not the case in Brooklyn. It's a good admission from him that it'd be like typically... Like, I was expecting him to shoot that question down of, look, I'm here now. I want to focus on the future. But maybe this was the right environment to get the most honest answer from Durant. So I, I know we're going to have Nick on, Kenny and Carlin, a little bit later this afternoon. I'm very curious to hear what his thoughts are and just the overall vibe, because that's a different sounding Kevin Durant than the one we've talked to and heard from the last couple months, because most times he had been answering questions about Kyrie Irving and injury. Yeah. No, it was it was fascinating. There are other sound bites that I'm sure we'll run back, and we will talk to Nick Friedle coming up in about 20 minutes' time there, and we'll ask him, I'm sure you will, uh, Courtney, about what it was like to get booed in front of a 1,000 people or by a 1,000 people at the Kevin Durant press conference. We're going to talk about a two-time Super Bowl champion coordinator who could be on the move, and why should he be on the move, advocating for this move on his behalf. It's Courtney Cronin, Randy Scott, and for the guys, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. All right, Sam Howell. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Better than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> we got we got one vote, perhaps, from somebody who matters. It's Canty and Carlin. ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and on your smart speaker. However you found us on this Thursday afternoon, we're glad you did. She's Courtney Cronin there at the Midwest office. She's the regional manager. Not assistant, too. No. She's the regional manager there in Head Chicago. That is correct. Randy Scott here at the Mothership, Bristol, Connecticut. 888-729-3776. I saw this I, I saw this in the weeks leading up to the Super Bowl and I was like, there's no this is a, a a typo, you know, you're sort of looking at your phone while you're driving, allegedly. I don't know. Somebody might have. 
Maybe it was me. Uh, but I was like, I'm just tired. This is the sleep deprivation of a Sports Center AM schedule. There's no way Eric Bieniemy is going to take a lateral move, right? Go from offensive coordinator with Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and the now two-time Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. There's no way he's going to move conferences, go to the NFC, and go to, I would say, one of the least attractive quarterback situations in Washington. Go where the future appears to be Sam Howell. It's not Taylor Heineke. It's not Carson Wentz. Maybe it's somebody they're going to draft, but at least right now it's Sam Howell. Why, Courtney? Would he go to the, would he go to a place with so much uncertainty, and why would he leave behind as sure of a thing as there is in the NFL? Because he keeps getting passed over for head coaching opportunities, and frankly, if he still wants to be a head coach after seeing how this process has played out and interviewing for jobs, head coaching jobs in years past. He didn't interview for a head coaching job this year, but he has in previous years and has not gotten a job. If he still wants that, if that's still a goal of his if in his profession, then he has to go somewhere else, which the goalposts keep getting moved for Eric Bieniemy, And I think he's looking at the writing on the wall, which has been there for a while and saying to himself, if they're going to not give me the opportunity to fail on my own in giving me a head coaching opportunity after being on a team that has won Super Bowls, where players respect him, where he's got you know the respect of coaches around the NFL, then he's got to go try something different because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting the same the a different result, and that's the. That's the state that the Kansas City Chiefs are in right now, and that's the state that Bienemy is in personally, knowing that no matter re- really no matter what he does from here on out in Kansas City, it's probably going to be the same story. So him going to Washington, stepping away from Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, no one will ever have the unfair excuse saying, "Well, you were with really great people." So we're not going to give you credit for what you did. You're not qualified to be a head coach. No. That excuse is null and void to begin with. But now they really have, like they, meaning the people who keep passing him over, they really have no ability to to use that as any sort of knock on Eric Bieniemy, given his pedigree in the NFL as someone who has been around winning teams and been a part of orchestrating winning teams. If you're a if you're a Washington fan, you are ecstatic at this. I mean, there, there is offensive talent. I could see why. You know, from a enemy standpoint, if you look at it and you say, all right, I, I go to a better, I would argue the wide receiver room is as good as Kansas City's or or better. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. I mean, there's there's talent in that wide receiver room. Uh, there's talent in the running back room. Uh, Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson. Um, they, they have skill position players. They have a decent offensive line. It's probably not as good as Kansas City's, but there is no quarterback in in the National Football League that you would leave a job for. You would leave working Patrick Mahomes for, and it's certainly not Sam Howell, but you're right. If 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 he is trapped in a situation where he gets none of the credit and all of the blame, of course you gotta get out of there. If if Andy you know if we if we look at these at these plays, I mean just look at the Super Bowl. If we if we look at these situations where Kadarius Tony's wide open you know, where Jerick McKinnon had a walk-in touchdown and took a knee intelligently at the end of the game. And if that if the credit for those schemes, you know, for scheming guys open 
and getting high percentage throws so that Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to run on his ankle. If if that credit goes to Andy Reid and you're Eric Bieniemy there going, hey, hold on, hold on a second, I'm just as involved here. If you're not going to get the credit, yeah, you got to go somewhere where you are going to get the credit. I I do think though, it is it is such a defeatist exercise to punish someone for having good players. And there was something that clicked though with Andy Reid over the last several, I'd say three seasons where. It wasn't, oh, hey, Andy Reid only wins because of Patrick Mahomes. It's Andy Reid has unlocked Patrick Mahomes and taken a guy who turned the football over a ton in college and made him into the MVP that he is. I mean, it's a marriage of scheme and talent, but for Biennemi, I guess I guess you're right, Courtney. You, you, you do have to go somewhere where the degree of difficulty jumps up and prove you can do it again. It just seems like there's no level of success, no bar that he's going to reach that matches what he's already done. And... You know, there's no mystery. Like, like if we just like read between the lines on all of this, and we've known this for a while, Randy. Like, you know, we can talk about, oh, well, if he goes and proves it somewhere else, he doesn't really have anything left to prove. We know why this is, and we can debate it till we're blue in the face. But this is a very black and white situation. No pun intended. Uh, well, a pun probably accurately applied. We're going to discuss that and much more with the newest members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.